What's up, Panther Nation? I am the host of the illustrious Prowl Report. I am the Panther Guru. Let's talk about the interesting matchup that we just had against the Saints. That game came down to the wire. Um, Joey Sly really, really, really hit a long field goal attempt that was only one yard shy of being the NFL's longest field goal in NFL history at 65 yards. I uh, was sitting next to my cousin who happens to be a Saints fan during the time that the kick was um, initiated. And I said to him, I said, man, look, Joey Sly's got the power to go ahead and make this kick. The only thing is going to be if the accuracy is on point, if it's going to actually go in. I said, he's got the leg to make this kick. So I really think he can make the 65-yarder. And he proved me right for most of, most of the part. Um, if not for that sack by Mac, uh, excuse me, if not for that sack by Marcus Davenport on the play before that led to that crazy long field goal kick, I mean, he, he would have made a 50-yard kick look like a chip shot. Joey Sly's got a really powerful leg, and you know it's heartbreaking to see it really go down like that for him, but it was even more heartbreaking to see us lose by three points to the New Orleans Saints. Things look good if we would have uh, beat the Saints and then went ahead on the road this Thursday uh, against the Atlanta Falcons. Things would have been looking really, really different from how they look right now. And of course, it's not over. I think we're a better team than the Atlanta Falcons and that we will beat them on Thursday night in kind of like a rebound game and get that pre-little mini-buy going into next Sunday, the following Sunday, and having those extra days of rest coming off the Thursday game. But I'm not going to lie, the injuries are starting to stack up on the defensive side of the ball, and that kind of worries me a little bit. And... Let's just talk about the game in totality. Of course, if you don't know, the Carolina Panthers lost to the Saints. It was 27-24. to The Saints won that matchup. And they went ahead and improved to 4-2. and And now they're in a head-to-head tiebreaker with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who also won uh, their game against the Raiders and have a half-game lead on New Orleans. A lot of interesting things have been happening around the league. Um, one, the Michael Thomas incident, you know, the Pan- the, uh, the Proud Report was definitely tweeting out a lot of information in regards to Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Thomas before this whole matchup uh, happened, but it didn't even look like it mattered. That's how um, humming the Saints offense was. It didn't even really matter. But uh, Teddy Bridgewater, if you check the box score, Teddy Bridgewater played really, really good during this matchup. You know, he was really accurate through a pair of TDs including a 74-yarder, you know, to DJ Moore. DJ Moore had a great game, but took a little bit of a knock. Curtis Samuel had a great game as well, but he even took a little bit of a knock. And Brian Burns um, had a minor injury as well. So like I said, like it seems like the injury is starting to pile up for us, not to mention, you know, we still have two two players on the COVID list as well. So I'm hoping that against the Falcons... Of course, we do take extra precaution. And no disrespect to them, of course. But, you know, COVID is a real thing for everybody around the league. And I hope that they're taking extra precaution as well. You don't want to really lose games based on guys not being available due to COVID. And, of course, the seriousness of the COVID illness itself. We don't want anybody even coming down with COVID to begin with. So I'm just hoping that this Thursday game we get a W. 
we get up out of there, we get some much-needed rest and get our guys back. Um, a lot of guys come back off that COVID list, hopefully, after their quarantine period is up. Getting guys like Dante Jackson healthy, getting everybody that has small little minor injuries like Russell Douglas, who was unable to go um, in this game and we missed him. Getting those type of guys back and getting everybody back at full speed. Hopefully, Russell Douglas will go ahead and play against the Falcons as well. But I'll keep you guys updated when I do my Wednesday podcast this week as well. So, um, so yeah, some interesting things about around the league. If we want to talk about around the league real quick, the Saints say that they're not interested in dealing Michael Thomas. But if you could tell by Michael Thomas's body language, it's crazy that he really does not want to be a Saint anymore. And this is after he got paid a pretty hefty contract. So that's going to be an interesting thing um, contractually. It's not impossible because we watched what happened with DeAndre Hopkins to the Arizona Cardinals in the offseason. So we know that anything is possible, but that would be something that's interesting to watch. And Matt Ryan also said that he doesn't want to be traded either. And, you know, after the firing of Dan Quinn, it looks like they might actually, they, as in the Atlanta Falcons, might be looking to move on from quarterback Matt Ryan as well as the trade deadline approaches. <clears throat> so um, I just want to do a quick episode today just to recap everything. I'm not really going to go too in-depth with the box score because, you know, um, I could really give you some quick takeaways from the game. Teddy Bridgewater played really well. Um, there was no Emmanuel Sanders, there was no Michael Thomas, but that didn't even seem to slow down the Saints in the the light the the slightest. Marquise Haynes had a pretty good game. Um, he had a couple of um really good pass rush moments and uh, tackles for loss, and he seemed to be making his presence known, and that's good because we need more depth along the line anyway. Uh, Jeremy Chin looked like he had a little bit of a rusty game, just because uh, the commentators were killing him for the touchdown that he gave up but you know it was a really 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 interesting drawn up play on the goal line where it was like a double move by the tight end and he ended up uh catching Jeremy Chin just slightly off balance but like I won't hold that against Jeremy Chin because he's been balling all year long and it's a it's a rookie moment it could happen to anybody though um too close to the goal line what you gonna do about that in that type of situation however um Jeremy Chin is uh always steadily improving I'm sure that's something that they'll go over with him on tape but uh, everything is uh, looking like it's actually trending in the right direction for the Panthers. They should get Christian McCaffrey back, not after this game with the Falcons, but hopefully for the next game, um, according to the original timeline. A uh, little bit of the injuries, like I said, that we had before should be rectified by this mini-buy, and it will give the coaching staff a little bit of a midway point to kind of review everything and kind of take the extra time for preparation. Um like I said, after what I believe will be a win against the Falcons and kind of just reset. The Panthers are not in, in full panic mode just yet. It's not over. We're very much still in the thick of things. Uh, we just got to kind of regroup. Panther Nation, thank you guys as always. We'll be doing a t-shirt giveaway soon, so stay tuned for that. I know you guys love the giveaways. You guys love everything that um, we've been doing over here at the Proud Report. Make sure that you stay engaged with us on every single platform especially IG, YouTube, and of course, Twitter. And um, expect to see the Panther Guru and hear the Panther Guru, I should say. See me, yeah, and hear me on a couple of different podcasts coming up in the coming weeks. Uh, got a couple of different talks I've been talking with a couple of guys um, and girls. 
So it's been it's been a really um, a fun process. You know, everybody's showing the Power Report a lot of love, and we appreciate it. And you know, we we love what everybody's in the Carolina community doing too. We're a family, so I mean, this is great that you know we're newcomers and everybody's kind of really welcomed welcomed us with open arms, including the official Panthers account themselves. And I really appreciate that. Thank you, Carolina Panthers, the entire organization for the love that you guys have shown us here at the Power Report. We always appreciate it. All right, talk to y'all soon.